Hey everyone, welcome to Dialegami, the people's conversation with Travis and Kyra Gold. If you are new here and we have not yet had the privilege of meeting you, my name is Travis Gold and I'm the lead pastor at For the People's Church located in downtown Los Angeles. And my name is Kyra Gold. We are married and have an incredible son named Axel. Amen. On today's episode of Delegami, we're kicking off week two with day six of our daily Advent meditation series as we learn to treasure Christ more deeply this Christmas season together, gathering around the fire of his beautiful word, empowered by his Holy Spirit, making our King's glorious arrival visible in our homes and our churches to our children, family, friends, and our congregations. Amen. Each day, Monday through Friday of this Advent season, we will be taking you through an Advent meditation. We pray that these episodes would serve as a resource to help you make space in your days in the lead up to Christmas, to prepare your heart for the awe-provoking reason we celebrate it. We pray that this time would help strengthen the joy, the purpose, and the fullness of Christmas in Jesus' name. Amen. In case you missed any of the episodes up until this point, we strongly encourage you to go back and to listen from the introductory episode until now. The episodes, while they can stand alone, they definitely build on each other and set the tone for the rest of the series. This is partly why we aren't doing weekend episodes, so you have space to catch up if needed. We are alternating daily. Uh, Who is sharing the meditation for each day? I shared last Friday, um, which was day five, which means, Trav, you are up. But before we get there, a quick friendly reminder to make sure that you stay tuned through the end of each episode as we will be ending each day with questions for reflection. Now, with all of that being said, let's jump right into day six. Trav, take it away. Let's go. Today's Advent meditation is entitled Lord of Peace. So day six, Lord of Peace. We will be reading from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 14. So if you have your Bibles, open up with me to Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 14. Starting in verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. Verse 10. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Verse 13. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven. And on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. Amen. There's a lot going on in these seven verses, so let me do a concise as possible exegesis, starting in verse 10. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. We see in Scripture that many encounters with angels start with the angel saying, Do not be afraid. The reason for this is that an encounter with an angel is a glorious encounter because angels reflect God's glory in such a way that being overwhelmed with fear is not an unusual response. Mm. 
For example, we see the Apostle John at the conclusion of Revelation was so overwhelmed with the glory of God that an angel reflected that he actually tried to bow down and worship said angel. And we read this in Revelation chapter 22 verses 8 through 9 where it says, I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I had heard and seen them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who had been showing them to me. But he said to me, Don't do that. I am a fellow servant with you and with your fellow prophets and with all who keep the words of this scroll. Worship God. And I won't read the entirety of this next example, but in the passage of Matthew 28, we see the angel who came to roll back the stone of Jesus' grave. Scripture says that his appearance was like lightning. And the guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. So people were usually afraid because they were so overwhelmed by an angel's reflection of God's glory. And that's how remarkable the glory of God is. That a mere reflection caused people to fear and to tremble. Now jumping back into the text for today at verse 11 in Luke chapter 2 it says, Today in the town of David a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This word for Lord in the common Greek is this word kurios, which is someone who exercises absolute ownership rights. It denotes an owner or a master exercising full rights. That is what it means when we say Jesus is Lord of my life. We are saying I give up my prerogative to live my life as I want to and surrender it all before the throne of my master, Jesus Christ. Amen. Verse 12 continues. It says, This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Verse 13, Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God and saying glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests now peace is one of those buzzwords that's thrown around a lot during the Christmas season and according to our dictionary uh, it means a host of different things when it's loud and chaotic we'll say things like we need peace and quiet if someone passes away tragically we'll say may his soul or her soul rest in peace when we're anxious, we want peace of mind. Peace can mean different things to different people depending on the context. Biblically, however, peace is connected to wholeness. In the New Testament common Greek, it is this word irene, and it means to join or tie together into a whole. Like when all essential parts are joined together. Just like in the body of Christ. When every part has equal concern for one another, there is peace in the body. Mm. Just like when all parts of your life are tethered to Christ, there will be peace in your heart and in your mind because you believe wholeheartedly in what Scripture says in Romans 8.32, that God who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? So whenever you find yourself searching for peace next, remember that it isn't found in the absence of pain or pressure or in a comfortable context. It is found in Jesus Christ and wholeness with him. Mm. Romans 5, 1 through 2 says it this way. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace 
with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. Come on. Love that verse. Jesus is the Prince of Peace because God, through Christ, reconciled the world to himself and is not counting our sins against us. Mm. We, a rebellious creation, have been restored to our Creator in perfect peace because of Jesus. Amen. The sacrifice of himself restored us into fellowship with our Maker and Father in heaven. This is the peace of Christmas. Let's go. This is the peace that we are instructed to let rule our hearts as we read in Colossians 3:15 through 17 where it says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Amen. My prayer for you who are listening as we wrap up another episode is this. It's found in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 16, where it says, Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with all of you. Jesus is the Lord of peace, which means there is peace under his lordship. There is peace under his kingship. He was Lord in the womb, and he still reigns as Lord now. Will you trust Jesus, the Lord of peace, with your life? Now, some questions for reflection. Starting with the same two questions we always start with. Question number one, what is God revealing to you about himself and his character in the passages shared in today's episode? Question number two, how has God brought encouragement to you through these passages? How has he brought challenge through the verses that were shared And what specifically is he confronting? Question number three. Take inventory of what parts of your life are not fully tethered to Christ and ask the Holy Spirit to expose why that is. Question number four. In what ways do you try to search for peace in the world? Ask the Holy Spirit to convict you and lead you to repentance so you may receive true fullness in him and find the lasting wholeness that leads to peace in him. Amen. Wow, what a word. Thank you, Jesus, for being our Prince of Peace. Thank you, Lord, that true peace is found in you. Would your name be hallowed and your will be done. And to you be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Well, that's going to be it for now. Thank you so much for listening. We are greatly humbled that you're here with us. Be sure to check back in every day, Monday through Friday, each week to join us for daily Advent meditations this Advent season, running from November 29th through December 24th as we learn to receive more fully the gift of Jesus Christ. And as always, my fam, remember to what? Love God love his church, and faithfully build your foundation on him. In Christ with prayers and love, 
Dialagami, the people's conversation with Travis and Kyra Gold. Peace. See you next time.